a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, my Welcome to Footy Talk, Gordon Tallison Dobbo. Gordy, the stars are back. Stars are back and one coach starts, matey, sharpen the axe. I'm not Hasn't talking about you and Joel's. You're safe for one more week, my man. <laughs> oh, you can't help yourself. Uh, the Titans <laughs> are darted. Matt Lodge is back in for Manly. All the big stars are back for South Sydney. And we're going to talk all things as the lead up to the final gets closer. This is Footy Talk. Wednesday footy talk. Gordon Tallison Dobbo with your raging bull. Uh, so much to get through. A uh, happy Wednesday, mate. And the stars are back. Teamless Tuesday yeah. uh, revealed an awful lot. The big guns are back on the run home. Round 21 kicking off tomorrow, West Tigers St. George. But the, the big ones are the South Sydney Broncos game. We'll start with that. Reese Walsh back uh, into that side. Um, Payne Huss is back in there as well. Uh, Carrigan's back from his rest. There's obviously no Corey Oates. The question marks around Reynolds. He's training. He'll be right to go. But the suspension for Reese Walsh, the loophole, he played. He got one game extra, uh, which is included in Origin. Well, that's it's fair because he would have played break. Origin. Yeah, look, yeah. Uh, and the little break, I suppose, going through Origin and we watch – the young guys, how they deal with it. You look at the Roosters, they rested Tedesco. You think a young kid, you know, with the mental part of it, I don't think yep. physically, I think he's super fit and he can get through it. But mentally, just to get that little break through origin, you know, it can it can wear you down at the end of the year. So I think that's a that was a, a great little break for Brisbane. So but what a clash. So you got Latrell coming back, you got Joy Arrow coming back in for South Sydney. Um South Sydney gonna make their run. You got yeah. Cody Walker that he didn't have a monkey on his back, but he probably like they're probably looking at him. Well, because, there was question marks whether or not he could do it at that level. But again. question marks, yeah. you know, from some people, but not the experts. I think you no. know, like, because when you watch Cody, you watch him break it down. You watch the grand final, that individual try that he scores to get South back into the game. He does throw the intercept, but has been there has not been a playmaker not throwing intercept. In the year. history of the game, there has not been a playmaker yeah. that hasn't thrown one a year because that's what they all no, do. You're because right, they throw, that's what they do. Yeah, because they pass 70, 70 times a game. So uh, obviously yeah. uh, it was in a big moment, and now he knows that Crichton is that type of player that sort of you know hunts for them. So, but what a weekend! It's just going to well, start. They here. are stacks our Sydney yeah, as they come up. back into it, Gordy. I mean, Tavita Totola comes back in. Uh, you've got Kalamatangi back there. Jai Arrow comes back yep. from injury. Cam Murray obviously comes back in. Then you've also, as you said, Latrell. Campbell Graham's back as well. I, I mean, this is almost, a, in fact, it is Well, they're there. the heavyweights, right? So let's yeah. say Penrith are the favourites, right? So I thought, you know, how are Penrith going to go? Back-to-back's hard to do. It's extremely yep. difficult to do. They're in the best position that I can remember of going to three-peat. I, I was young when Parramatta did it. I watched Brisbane do it, but 94, they had, you know, they had too many injuries and the mountain yeah. was just too big to climb. We watched the Raiders. Look, we've watched so many great clubs try to do it. You know, uh, the Roosters of late, uh, yep. they were the, but Penrith are primed. And then you got Cleary coming back in, have what, five or six weeks off. So mentally, he's going to be fresh. Luai getting axed from the state of origin, the motivation there. Um, they just got to get their forwards. It's how they rest Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. They're going to yeah. be they're two important players, uh, and Crichton that's uh, had a bit well, of origin watched, as well. 
I called that game against the Dolphins, Gordon. They made a really brave decision to leave their five origin players out and also Cleary when they could have – he was named and they didn't play him in the end, right? Yep. But it starts with a couple of players for me in mind. And I just want to highlight and, – and it's wonderful that Nathan Cleary is coming back into this side and they've had the success. But I don't think we give Dylan Edwards the, the recognition and the praise. No, he gets it. He get, Yeah, but – what he does for that side, yes. what he does in the game. I mean, we talk about all these other – we talk about Latrell, we talk about James Tedesco, we talk about all – this guy's won two premierships. He's absolutely pivotal to this side. He There is no two ways about it. You, you say you want to have a footprint who's important. To me, I think Dylan Edwards is the most important player in that side at the moment. And you make some real valid points because if you talk about what Dylan – brings to the Panthers. I think he was one of those guys and then he breaks all the records. So when it comes to the fittest guy because he was there and rumours were they weren't sure whether he was going to make it. He was in and out and there was Lachlan Coote. Yep. There was all that sort of happening and then, you know, they got Crichton. They could have played but his yep. work ethic got him the jersey. His work ethics kept him the jersey. Playing the grand final up in Brisbane, I forget that year, but he had a broken foot memory. He had a yep. – like he played with a fracture in his foot or whatever. So – they're the type of guys that when you're sitting there, you just know that they can have their ups and downs and they can have their bad games, but they're going to be trying. They're, they're out there and they're going to be one of, or try to be one of the best players on the field and they turn up to the moment. So, yeah, he is, he is super important. That's what I talk about the fullback. The Roosters wouldn't swap Teddy. The Broncos wouldn't swap Reese Walsh. The Panthers, they wouldn't swap. But Manly, like if you said to Manly, mate, would you swap Tommy? They'd say no. South, would you tr- swap Latrell? They'd say no. But that's, that's how good the competition is. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah, and then Melbourne right. Storm in their time when Pappenhaus when Pap- was, yeah, yeah, or Billy Slater. So that's that's part of the team. That's, you know, that's the camaraderie that everybody talks about that you need to win competitions. Is the test for Brisbane against South on the Sunshine Coast on Friday, Gordon, can you gauge um, a lot? I mean, it's it's round 21. We've got 27 rounds. This is round 21. So I'll put it in boxing terms. In. I reckon it's going to spar some rounds before the heavyweight fight and learning a bit more about each other without trying to throw the big knockout punch. So, yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, they'll get a bit out of it, right? It's like the qualifiers. You know how you see yep. sometimes the Jamaicans, like they run and they pretend to slow down and all that kind of stuff. Um, do you show all your tricks? But um, it is a heavyweight fight. Brisbane are there now. I think Brisbane have shown that they're a totally different team, that they're up for it. And before a ball was kicked, it was probably South Roosters and Penrith that were – going to be the heavyweights of the competition with the Melbourne Storm. So it's South to get back in the winning circle. I think this game's more important for South. Yeah. Because just simply well, they're on last... 10 wins, mate. They're on 10 wins. And at the moment, they're in eighth position on the ladder. They do have that bye, but they're on 10 wins. Yeah. They're going to play finals, you would say, right? Yeah. So you think South sure. are going to play, but just their last month, how they've had, you know, some – they've had some rusty old games, you know. So I think that they want to get back and start getting back to – you know, what they need to produce in finals footy. Can they just turn it on? I think Latrell and Cody and those guys can. You know, where like most other sides build, but you can watch South Sydney. They can be asleep in games and then they, oh, God, we might lose this. And in the last 20 minutes, they They tend to come to life. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You you, you are dead right. They are one of the powerhouses considering – the start of the year, everybody was talking about the Roosters uh, and they're not. Manly is another team. Matt Lodge, he's been named in that squad. Reactions from Manly um, <laughs> yesterday, which I found quite strange. That was you. The... That was you on the Sunday sin bin. Okay. okay. Well, you were involved in that show as no, well. No, no, that but, was you. Know. you. And then do you know what, Dobbo? I just want to congratulate you, mate. You made 360. Because what Why you – Well, because 
because what you put in a rundown on Sunday, mate, it made it to the big time. So congratulations, mate. Oh, thank you, Gordon. It's a real compliment <laughs> coming from you. But like, it was funny. So they put out a sheet saying, oh, well, we've only had two, but since Seabolt's got there, there's another six coming. So James there was one when he very, signed very was Ethan Bullymore. Article. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's four others now and two more next year or whatever. So, but you know what? That's just a that's a tricky situation, you know. And it was strange that they tried to put that out there. So what why is that we- about on a slow news day? And here's my logic, Gordy, and, and I learnt this the hard way because I we reckon were- Anthony Seabolt's under a little bit of pressure and what happened to him in Brisbane, and he's trying to say it's not happening here. But then by saying it and then looking what's happening, he's there, and I think. Someone said Peter Gentle, the yeah. recruitment guy, is under Isaac Moses. Like there's some – it's silly that clubs allow some managers to have a say and a powerful say. Shane Flanagan is managed by him. He's leaving. Uh, Jim Dimmick's deal was done by Isaac Moses right. to, to so go there. Four. So there's Anthony four Seabold staff. Anthony is the coach and he's managed by Isaac Moses. Yeah, okay. See, so there's the four staff that yep. make decisions on recruitment and players and team. And he's gone from one player to I think there's three others or four others this year, and then next year there's two more coming. But really he doesn't he have any power over that club. Yeah, it's not the situation I think anybody wants. I, I just he found didn't it bring strange. on Mitchell Moses. He didn't bring on his nephew when they were after a five eight, did they? No. no. I just threw that question out. Did they? No, they didn't. Did he offer him to him? I, how would I know? I don't know, mate. It was your segment on Sunday, mate. You're big. You're making news. It's going to be on CNN tonight. I'm going to turn on the news and I'm going to see some – and over in the mad Aussies, the Manly Sea Eagles. I, I would with say our man, this. our round mound of sound, Ben Darbin. When we're, you must be bored. When we're talking a, a news day with all the stars are back and there wasn't much doing – and I mean that rugby league this week is quiet, you know, like the, the, but it's the their statement. So why would they so highlight why would they something go and do that? That is why, growing. Why would they continue to do that? That just reeked of desperation to try and. And then highlight. when they do it, and then of course journalists, what they do is they got to find the truth and try to get to the bottom to paint a picture. And then they've painted a picture now that I thought wouldn't have been that many guys. And more importantly, the staff. So I think the game. I really do think that Fellaini's has to look at. Certain managers cannot have coaches. Unreal. And clubs need to do so. There's got to be, if you want to be a player manager and you've got the coaches, but then how many coaches are there? You know, so, so like it's a tough one. But tell me this, why do coaches need them? They just need a lawyer to negotiate their contract. They don't need a manager. Like I, 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 I believe you. I don't believe a coach needs a manager. I, I think. But why? Like even Wayne Bennett, right, goes and gets – my guy to do his deals. He gets blokes to set out, you know, to send out the yeah. troops. And he's like, come on, Wayne, man, you've been around, you've dealt with these guys now for 50 years. Just go get a fair deal. So this is what I want and that's it. Like, I don't get it. I seriously don't. There's, there can't be that many T's and I's when you're a coach, yeah, you know, right. to get through, right? The, this is how long I want a case for. Yep, what do you got? Can I get that? And then you sit there and you work. And if those guys can't go and negotiate their own contract, how are they going to negotiate the kids that want to come and play for them. Yeah. How are they going to go and talk if they're not confident? So I think that that space needs to change just for the integrity of the game and yeah. for the clubs. Well said. Uh, we're going to take a break. This do you is, have a manager, uh, Dobbo? No, I can, do it myself. Can I manage you? I'd like I, you Because I don't like how you're on $14 an hour. I reckon I can get you to 16 well, But I'll clip you 20%. Like, <laughs> If you'd like to manage me, Gordon, I'd, at least I know I'd be successful. Uh, you know, I'd be- <laughs> no, but I'll get you, mate. I'll get you somewhere, mate. You know what? You hey, have. mate. You know the old rule, Dobby. You What's told that? me, fake it until you make it. <laughs> 
I never said that. They're your words. We're going to take a break. This is Free Talk, a list of podcasts. We'll take a break. Welcome back to Footy Talk. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbon swings the axe. Moylan drop. Talakai to the bench. The Sharks. Well, I mean, their performance against the Warriors was putrid. And I, 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 and, I thought and it was really good for 25 minutes. I actually thought when they went and they were up for it, they it was a end-to-end battle. It was going tit for tat. And then all of a sudden, I don't think the Warriors went another level. They just stayed at the level that they were going. So it was Nico Hines' ball and you saw him run across field a couple of times and Moreland, it's like that their attack wasn't on the same page. They didn't have a lot of punch through the middle and not that they weren't trying. I think that the Warriors' defence was spot on and they just didn't want to give up an inch and then, you know, normally they could throw it out wide and you'd see Ramian sort of one-on-one would sort of make a few inroads and then you'd have their big wingers, you know, would come in and they'd make some metres and Talakai has been a wrecking ball. Don't forget a couple of years ago. He was going to play Origin, yeah. Well, and then like he, he was going to start, yeah. So the way that he's sort of fallen from grace and just gone away from what he was good at, I've got to congratulate Fitzy because I think it's a big decision and I think it's the right decision. I actually do. I think he's put the whole squad on notice. Dale, Dale Finucane was on 360 last night and he spoke about it, even though, you know, he didn't want to talk about his teammates because it's hard when your teammates get dropped. But I think it's the message that Fitzy needed to send. Everybody's been talking about that, that they can't beat the heavyweights and – you know, they don't beat top eight sides and they went out in straight sets in last year's final. Well, he's trying to spur the guys. That that doesn't happen. They had a big loss against Melbourne Storm and you thought that that should have been the wake-up call and they go over to New Zealand and there's four, another 44 points, I think, from memory. The, the disappointing part of it is, for me, you just said it, they were up for it for 25 minutes. Well, it's an 80-minute game and if they don't address the problems, the Sharks are... A, and at the moment, a shadow of themselves that saw them in second yeah. place last year. Now, people can say, oh, well, that was an overinflated. No, it wasn't. They were second place at the end of the competition. And, yes, they went out in straight sets. I get that. But it was also a Val Holmes field goal that got them over in golden point for the Cowboys to continue going. I mean, and it could have changed they a lot. They were close, of, of course. They were very close. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you know, finals is momentum. So then yeah. I'm, I'm not writing the Sharks off, but I think it's a – I think it's a great they warning shot. Their, yeah. Mate, it's a great warning shot. So you've got Morland that's been there for a long time and he's an experienced player and you've got Talakai, you know, one of the young robust and assist now to all the outside backs. They look at Talakai and go, well, okay, well, if he's not safe or we're not safe. And if you look at Morland, well, that's a shot. But some of their forwards, when the heat was in the kitchen, they sort of, you know, didn't when, stay in the battle and no. rise to the occasion. It'll be interesting to see the bounce back this week. All right, let's get to... An area where I can't believe we're even going to talk about that. It says on the Footy Talk run sheet, Titans dudded. They were. And I'm like, oh, come on, Gordon. Why were they dudded? Explain to me why they were dudded. How did they lose the game last week? They lost it because they gave a penalty because Aaron Clark was offside. Yes, in goal. And what happened against Parramatta? In Parramatta, they lost in – Tanner Boyd missed a field goal. Yeah, regular season. But they should have got a penalty, should they? If they're consistent with how they lost the game the week before. And you talk about sponsors, you're talking about bonuses when clubs make finals and all that, and fans. But there's a simple scenario, Gordon. It's a simple scenario. Yep. When Parramatta got two players off the field, get it done. Don't let it wait to the very end. They had plenty of opportunities before that one incident. Yes, they were dudded. 
No two ways well, there you about go. it. Well, you just said it then. So, but, mate, but, so but stop mate, arguing it should never have got yourself. to that. It should never have got to that. I've Parramatta got a theory, two right? two players off the field at one stage. I've got they a scenario, down. right? Every club does it. And then going down to finals, like we think that it's going to be a really tight final series, right? Yep. Like, and there's going to be some sides that are going to jump out of the ground. Why don't we do this? If you're kicking a field goal, it just automatically gets reviewed that if they're offside, they get a penalty right in front of the sticks. No matter give, what, you review every field goal. Yes, to give because the referee's trying to watch the play of the ball, whether the markers, let's just review it all, right? And if they're in front of the kicker and if the markers aren't square, if the markers leave early, it's pretty easy to show. It is something that you can see. The referee's on the 10 or they're on the trial line most of the time. Do they leave early? Let's, mate, let's give the kickers a chance to get a proper shootout because front rowers, right, that, that sort of walk around and they play their 38 minutes and in the last bit, they sprint and they do the big jump. And I like that. And I like that they can find the energy. But let's find it the right way. And I think that's the fairest way for every club. And it takes a little bit more pressure off the referee. Because normally, they're after 70 minutes. And I do feel sorry for the referees. They make a lot of decisions in the 70-odd minutes before that moment. And then if they blow the penalty, there's a set of fans that. So it's got to be taken. I think to take a bit more pressure, take it out of their hands. And do you know what it just comes down to? Black and white players. If you're not behind the referee, if you take off early, don't worry about the one point, they're going to get two. Do yeah. you like that idea? I actually do, but I don't know whether or not the NRL will implement that. I, you oh, know. Well, mate, you've heard it here first. I, I, I do Dobbo, like it. You're that big see, now, mate. I, you're, you are a rule changer. I don't know where you're going with this. I, I do like to think that, you know, if this wasn't the Titans, you wouldn't be complaining about no, it. No, 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 no. Because, mate, we watched other sides do it. And we've all done it, right? And I'm just saying that, like, all the players. And I just think, right, well, okay, do we put it down to sportsmanship? So then the Titans lose one week. And it's not even the Titans. They put the West Tigers or whatever. Yeah. And then my theory is the bottom sides aren't supposed to win, right? When you're there, I think they don't get the rub of the green. I think the good sides do. And I was one of those good sides. That when I was playing for Brisbane, you'd go out on the so field. you think the bottom teams get done yeah, and don't get the rub of the green? a little bit more, yeah. A little bit more than, uh, mate, than the top sides. Absolutely they do. Absolutely. I'm not going to debate with you because you no, know, no, I mean, you've played that. You've played okay. that. No, you've played that. I can't. I can't yeah. comment on that, but I can see what you're saying. Okay. And what you so actually... you got. So, like, then I'll put this scenario at you, right? So you're a mad cricket fan. You got the best batter that you've loved. You know, just say you got yep. Sachin Tendulkar out there. Yep. And you got a bloke coming in. It's just before dinner, and he's a shit bowler, right? So he's the bottom clubs, and yep. he comes in. He's just going to you know give the fast bowlers a bit of a rest, and he starts throwing these shit balls at him and then hits him on the pad and it's a 50-50, do you give the good batter out? No, I don't. But if Shane Warne's bowling to him, that's what I'm saying. So the good bowler, you'd go, oh, that ball's better, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Right, see, so that's the scenario. Yeah, I see, so it. the good side, you go, oh, no, they're supposed to win. They're working harder. They're a better team. They're, you know, they're supposed to score tries. They, you know, they're supposed to have better defence, but sometimes they're just better at pushing the envelope. I'm not going to go any further with this because you've changed the rules. You have changed the way rugby league will be played from ever in a day. Right here on the Footy Talk, you've heard it first. Review every field goal. No, no, no. I'm just saying put it out there. No, I like it. And I'm happy for the listeners. I'm being genuine here. It actually has a lot of validity. validity. And I I mean that because what it would do is it would take any of that – decision away. And I, I actually think that game then is tied up. It goes to golden point. Then who knows what could have happened. Yeah, and or Tanner Boyd kicks that goal and they win by one. Well, so, no, yeah. well, it just goes down and, and then it just keeps on adding to the story. And then, it, and then it can be a shootout, right? Then they can get there and they know because some sides can't, but then they got to set up properly. 
they've still got to kick the ball. Mate, they've still got to hit it straight. There's got to be a lot of things go their way. So the pass has to be spot on. And then I just think, just to take it from the referee, because one referee had the courage to blow the whistle and his decision was right. Another referee didn't have the courage to blow the whistle and his decision was wrong. Yep. And then it's going to happen to your club at some stage and when it comes to the finals, right, if your side lost because a, because a side cheated and it wasn't picked up, would you prefer them to go to the video ref and say yeah. they were offside, they get two points? No, you did right. And then all of a sudden, the coach is saying, hey, mate, get offside here. It's a 50-50 yep. where they blow. They go, mate, if you're offside, it's 100%. They're going to get a penalty gold in front. Awesome. I like it. That's it from us here at Footy Talk. Can you believe the players aren't, they still aren't talking, mate? We, can how we just good is talk it? About, well, Monday, Tuesday, that's it. No, and but how good is it? Oh, no, 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 no. They come on last night. And then they'll come on. So it's when they get paid, they'll come on. Well, isn't it funny? We try to get – Mate, isn't it funny, mate? They'll go on their podcast and they'll go go if they're getting paid. (laughs) The NRLW Well, mate, this is what I heard, right, that they were going to try to stop Josh Reynolds. That's how silly it was. And he's put a – but that's a guy that's bled, right, and blue and white, and it's sad that they were going to try to stop him. And then they all, you know, try to throw the, you know, the safety blankets over it or the fire blankets. But the sad part is that's what they're stopping. They're stopping Josh Reynolds that's played his last game, that wanted to talk to everybody. And did you watch him get interviewed through the week? It was emotional. That's what yeah. our game needed. Someone that didn't have the ability of some of the yeah. other guys, but everybody would have loved to have played with him because of what he added to our game, what he added to the fans, what the fans saw, I think they saw an average guy that tried his heart out. And then yeah. I'm glad that some of the players are just going, well, I'm going to talk no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate because, it. Because, yeah, they are talking, Ben. Really appreciate it, mate. Uh, thank thank you. you, Gordon. Uh, that's Footy Talk, a listener podcast on a Wednesday. The journeys are back tomorrow. We'll see you next time. 